Hello, and welcome to this edition of our podcast, Morecambe in the 1930s. The 1930s were part of Morecambe's golden age as a resort, which continued into the 1950s. Attractions and facilities expanded throughout the 30s. They were built on solid foundations from earlier decades. Central Pier opened around 1869 and then lengthened in the early 1870s to reach 912 feet, with a pavilion being added to the seaward end in 1898. West End Pier opened in 1896 and soon ran to 1,800 feet, though fire and storm damage had halved its length by 1927. Neither pier has survived. The Winter Gardens, also known as Victoria Pavilion or the Pavilion, a huge theatre and music hall, opened in 1897 and the Alhambra Music Hall in 1901. The high capacity promenade station had opened in 1907 and faster road links to Lancaster between 1922 and 23 and the A6 in 1933 had been created. Major hotels like the original Midland, formerly the North Western, Clarendon 1896, Grosvenor 1899 and Park 1900 were in place as was the original part of the current promenade. Morecambe had merged with Hesham in 1928 and four years later the new town hall opened. Happy Mount Park, Morecambe's answer to Stanley Park in Blackpool, had opened in 1927. There were also theatres like the Royalty in 1898 on Market Street. The 1930s did not begin auspiciously for the tourism sector. The Great Depression intensified in the early years of the decade and unemployment rose. A major fire destroyed parts of Central Pier in 1933 but a large ballroom was added in 1936. Economic recovery later in the decade encouraged major investment in the borough. The best known was the New Midland Hotel. The original hotel on this site had opened in 1848, designed in a Neo-Georgian style by Edward Paley of Lancaster. The LMS Railway Company commissioned Oliver Hill to design a new hotel in the then fashionable modern style that we would now call Art Deco. This was a hotel for the top end of the market. It was surprisingly white, sleek and curved. Eric Gill made the seahorses on the facade and inside a bas-relief and the staircase ceiling. Eric Revillius sculpted a mural and Marion Dawn designed striking carpets. Morecambe had seen nothing like this. The renovated Midland reopened in 2008 and so these delights still survive. The Art Deco style was not confined to the Midland. The Super Swimming Stadium between 1936 and 1976 was a very large outdoor swimming pool with similar clean lines. Likewise the Harbour Bandstand and Band Area next door. None of these has survived. The Odeon Cinema in 1937 at the junction of Euston Road and Thornton Road was a major deco addition to the town's many cinemas such as the Gaumont, formerly the Tower, Palladium, Empire and Arcadian, the latter two also art deco. Shops built for Woolworths and Littlewoods 1939 had the deco look. On a smaller scale Bruciani's and Lewis's ice cream shops also demonstrated a simple geometric pattern in their frontage and fittings. 
The new Morecambe Grammar School, now Morecambe Bay Academy, was opened on Dallam Avenue in 1938 in the style one would expect. The Art Deco style can also be found in several houses of the period. Many interwar bungalows and detached and semi-detached houses have hints of deco, perhaps in stained glass by the front door, the bay window or the staircase. Perhaps the most common reminders of the 30s in Morecambe are these often spacious houses. They can be found extensively inland, east towards the Loon, north towards Bear and south in Heesham. The holidaymakers of earlier decades became the retirees of the 30s and later. Many of Morecambe's best buildings have succumbed to fire, storm, bankruptcy or changing fashion. These losses have included several buildings of the 30s. However, many of those mentioned here have survived, though often with changes to their fabric and uses. Morecambe is a new town. The villages of Polton le Sands, Bear and Torrisome only united officially under the name of Morecambe, which was borrowed from the Bay, in 1889. It is therefore not surprising that investment into Morecambe often came from outside the borough, in the Victorian Edwardian era from Lancaster and Bradford, from where many holidaymakers came, and in the 30s from Blackpool. The latter included Mrs Maud Bourne, who in 1937 built the Broadway Hotel, recently demolished with flats on the site, and what are now the Strathmore and Headway Hotels, in a distinctive brick style seen widely in Blackpool. There was also Harry Shoiti Kamya from St Anne's, who built Middleton Tower Holdy Camp in Art Deco style in 1939. It later became Pontins and is now the site of a retirement village. This short guide has been able to highlight only a few of Morecambe's notable surviving buildings from the 1930s. Do walk around the town to spot more gems or join one of Peter Wade's walks. Peter Wade's guide Echoes of Art Deco is excellent for further reading, as is Claire Hartwell's Lancashire North in the revised Pevsner series 2009. We hope that you've enjoyed this latest episode of our podcast and you'll wish to listen to some of our others about the history and heritage of the Lancaster and Morecambe district. These are all based on over 115 walks and guides to the area, written by Gordon Clark and published by Lancaster Civic Vision on their webpage at www.lancastercivicsociety.uk where they can be read, downloaded and printed free of charge by clicking the tab Guides, Leaflets and Walks to the Lancaster and Morecambe District. <music>